Well, deck my halls. Hi there. I am Dave Holmes, and welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because, well, you know, it's, it's, it's brought the Golden Globes back to us next year. We'll see how that goes. To this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of entertainers against one another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. To win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical panache, maybe the great comebacks they've been saving in a special little Field Notes notebook to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on who is Godzilla's plus one more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Let's get into it. Our first contestant is a comic whose album Boston to Bristol is out by the time you hear this. It's Sean Carter. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I have never been better. How is your holiday season? It's been going great so far. I get to go watch my three-year-old daughter sing in a chorus for you know tonight. So it's going to be great. <laughs> I love it. What are they singing? Do we know? Oh, it's just holiday. Like, you know, so she's been singing Jingle Bells around the house all day. And I assume that's in there. Uh, She Uh knows some words to some songs I did not know that she knew, but they've been teaching her at daycare. So I'm really excited. Oh, I love it. I love it. These are, these are, these are good. This is like the one, like, absolutely unquestioned good thing about the holiday season is like seeing kids Christmas pageants, whether they be your own kids, your nieces and nephews, your friends, kids, whatever. It's great. Like, there's just something like everything else about this season drives me nuts. But like seeing a bunch of kids going like jolly old St. Nicholas, <laughs> like just ev- like exact same accent on every syllable. Oh, I love it so much. Have a, have a great time. Thank you. Have a great time. You're in Bristol, Tennessee. And the, I honestly, if I had to guess, just looking at the clock behind you, I would say Bristol, Tennessee. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very like rough hewn kind of, you know, stuff that we found in a, in like a barn. And I mean that in a good way, kind of a clock behind you. Did you make that yeah. with your hands? No, it's just like the only stuff that you can find if you're searching for furniture or anything in Bristol, yeah. Tennessee. It's all farmhouse stuff. Farmhouse stuff. It's cool. It's really cool. I like your clock. Happy holidays, Sean Carter. I like your clock. Our next contestant, also a comic, her album Weird Vibes is also out now. It's Jessica Seeley. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Jessica, you're in Hollywood. I am. How's your Hollywood Christmas? It's just the, you know, it's the city where dreams come true. That's true. You know, and it's just, it's full Tinseltown. It's perfect. Uh, Mm -hmm. Glimmering, dancing. Mm-hmm. Joyful. We've already got the tinsel. We've already got the tinsel. We put it to use at this time of year. Um, are you having the thing where it's like freezing cold inside where you live, and then because and you're like, oh, it's because it's winter, and then you go outside and it's seventy eight degrees, and you're in yeah. a turtleneck sweater. Last night, I realized I did an outdoor show last night, and then I was Ooh. like, 
winter in the new like climate change situation, winter is now nighttime here. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have to wait till nighttime and then it is winter. Then it's winter. But it's not the like it's not the frostbite, you know, slipping on ice on the driveway kind of winter. It's just the good winter. It's like early winter where you need a layer. And and it makes like the twinkly lights just hit that much different. Yeah, I agree. So nighttime, it's Christmassy here. Yeah, I love that. Four seasons in a day. Well, two seasons in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you have met our players. It is now time to get into it. This is our Christmas episode. It's time to see who has the firmer grasp of what films truly capture the holiday spirit. So players, if you are ready. You will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most underrated or overlooked Christmas movie. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I will not accept Die Hard as an answer. That is both accurately rated and overlooked in the sense that people look at it over the amount that they should look at it. It is too looked as a film. It's totally fine, and I don't care whether it's a Christmas movie or not. But anyway, let's... That aside, Sean... What are you playing for? So um, my Christmas movie that I watch every single year with my wife ever since we've been together. And I don't know that it's not rated highly enough, although it is only like 57 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, four Christmases, which I okay. love. OK, why? Um, I just love that there's like this imperfect family that like a lot of them don't they get along enough, mm-hmm. but they're like. You know, his brother's beating him up. I got two brothers. So like, you know, going home and just wrestling with your brothers, that kind of like, I feel like I relate to that. Yeah. Um, having a partner that me and my wife met at um, in our late 30s and we didn't have any kids. So like mm-hmm. we kind of were like in this mindset of like, we're not going to have any kids. And then now we do, but we, we didn't know that was going to happen. And so we kind of related to that too, of these two people that are just like, we just want to enjoy our lives and like not worry about that sort of thing. Um, so I just think it's great. And it's a good like comedy movie. And, you know, John Favre, all the Marvel movies are great, but for mm-hmm. Christmas is where, is where he really shines. Yeah. Okay. All right. A uh, couple things. First of all, um, after a recent rewatch of Swingers, uh, my friend Scott and I went to John Favreau's Wikipedia page just to see what we could get. And uh, in college, John Favreau, do you, do you know this? Do you know this fun fact? I don't think I do. Well, guess what? Get ready to learn about John Favreau. <laughs> he was known as Johnny Hack for his proficiency with the hacky sack. Oh. Johnny Hack. That's so the fun. next time you see John Favreau, call him Johnny Hack and see what happens. Um, I Okay, Four Christmases. I was not aware that you could see that movie while not on an airplane. So that's that's good to know. <laughs> it's good to know. I'll think about that moving forward. Uh, okay, Jessica Seely, what you got? Okay, mine is, uh, I believe, 90s romantic comedy called mm-hmm. Serendipity, <gasps> starring John Cusack mm-hmm. and Kate Beckinsale. It is, uh, well, I, I don't know how Christmassy it is, but the first... Their first romance that they experience, they have this day together. They're both in other relationships, but they just have this wonderful time and they're skating around Rockefeller Center Mm. and they're like, okay, maybe we're not like meant to be together. We don't know. Um, 
So I'm going to like write my name down in this book, like in my number and then sell it. And then she also like gives a glove or something. I don't, I don't remember. I think okay. you have to buy a glove. There was, it was all, and it was all wrapped around in Christmas in New York. It was really romantic. Well, obviously this and is then a it's very like, important well, film to you. So I'm glad you're, glad you're playing for it. It's John Cusack and he does something together. and there's a glove. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're not going to spoil it. We're not going to spoil it. But yeah, I do. I remember I saw that in the theater and that's mm, all wow. that I remember. So yeah. Talk about underrated and overlooked serendipity. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk about also an incredibly long buzz in words, serendipity. Four Christmases, not that much shorter. Um, mm. Here's the thing. I'm going to shorten them. Sean, your buzz in word is 4X. That's what, that's what super fans of the Four Christmases franchise call it, 4X. And uh, Jessica, yours is just dip, short for serendipity. Dip yeah. versus dip, 4X. Dip, dip. Dip, dip. Dip versus, if you want to do dip, dip, I'll take it. <laughs> dip versus 4X. Keep those buzzing words ready as we move forward. Let's get it popping with a round we call Christmassy title, Christmassy movie. This is traditionally the time of year for sitting around the TV watching movies with your family. So you don't have to uh, talk to one another. But it can be tricky to pick the right thing to watch. It's a whole bunch of things that sound like they should be festive, but they are not festive. So in this round, we're going to fix that. I'm going to read you descriptions of movies that sound like they should be Christmas movies, even though they are not. But the twist is, I'm going to describe them as if they were Christmas movies. It's easier than I am making it sound. Buzz in when you know the answers. Dip Dip versus 4X. All right. This movie from 2000 stars Ben Affleck and Charlize Theron. In it, uh, Donner, Vixen, Rudolph. 4X. And th- yes. I believe... Is this Reindeer Games? It is Reindeer Games. Sean Carter's on the board. Sounds like it should be a Christmas movie. How dare you make a movie called Reindeer Games? It's not a Christmas movie. Okay, good. (laughs) Moving forward. This 2015 movie starring Kate Blanchett is all about a Christmas song. Uh, Dip Dip. Yes? Carol? Carol is correct. Not a Christmas movie. Should maybe be one. Uh, Number three. In this 1991 movie starring Kevin Costner, a festive red-breasted bird puts on a head covering and becomes the male heir to the throne of burglars, robbers, and pickpockets. 4X. Yes. This has got to be Robin Hood. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That's correct. All right. In this 2008 movie starring Michael Sheen and Frank Langella, Jack Frost, the personification of ice and winter, goes up against the president associated with Watergate. Dip, dip. Ooh, boy. But I, I think Jessica got in by a hair. I'm not sure if mine's right, so you might oh. have a chance. Okay. Is it Jack Frost? No. No, I wouldn't give you the title <laughs> of the thing in the question of the thing. Know, uh, what do you think, Sean? Maybe it was a twist. Um, yeah. Is this Frost Nixon? It is Frost Nixon. It's Frost Nixon. Very good. Oh, any of okay. these. In this 1991 movie starring Michael J. Fox, a festive and spiky-leaved plant on material made from a tree get a medical degree. This is, I'm not going to lie to you, a stretch. But I think you can get there. 91, Michael J. Fox. Uh, 4X. Yes. I'm just going to guess Back to the Future. No. 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 
Absolutely wrong. Jessica, <laughs> you, you lose nothing. You lose nothing. Okay, great. By guessing. Is it called Douglas? No, it should be, though. Something. It's Doc okay. Hollywood. <laughs> Doc uh. Hollywood. Because Holly? I know. I know. It's That was hard. Okay, let's shake it off. Uh, this 1992 movie, later adapted into a much-loved TV series, saw a teenage girl from Sunnyvale High unload load undead blood-sucking creatures into Santa's favorite vehicle. Dip, dip. Yep. Slay. Mm-hmm. Ride. Teenage S- Sunnyvale High blood-sucking creatures movie and then a TV show. <laughs> Forks. Yeah. Is it uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Mm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. At the end of that round, Sean Carter has four. Jessica Seeley has but one, but that's okay. That's okay. It's early. (laughs) I'm the worst guest of this show ever. No, you are. No, I can tell you. That is not true. <laughs> nah, I was just that listening to some previous true. episodes. <laughs> no, that is not true. I have had to discipline some people. I have had to, I, yeah, trust me. You're doing Hey, great. I'm blaming it on great. my post-COVID brain. Did have, you just have COVID? Mm, in now. October. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, no, but she's yeah, not be... She's not the same as she once once was. Sure. I get that brain fog. I get that brain fog. Uh, okay. <laughs> It is now time for a round. We are calling The Christmas Tree Has Been Thoroughly Rocked. Now, whatever side you fall on Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You, this this is a very important year because the walls have fallen. Mariah Carey's song has fallen to number two on the Billboard charts at Christmas time for the first time since, and our writers did uh, actually research this, for the first time since human beings were invented. So what tune has unseated Miss Carey? Was it Taylor Swift? Was it Olivia Rodrigo? No, it was Brenda Lee with her 1958 song Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, which has rocked around Mariah's tree so much that it finally sawed it down. It is the current number. It's our Christmas number one. Let's hear a little clip of this 65-year-old musical champion. Rockin' around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Uh-oh. Dog is reacting to Brenda Lee. Better put the dog outside. Now you can going to say, better outside. put the dog down. Better put the dog right down at Christmas time. <laughs> no, we would never. We would never. Okay, so <laughs> that was Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. You really didn't need to hear it because you've surely heard it already 25 times. Uh, 78-year-old Brenda Lee, by the way, has recorded a new music video for that song. It's on YouTube. Watching a woman push an 80 get down to a number one song that she recorded when she was 13 is just the Christmas joy that you need. So, you know, use as needed. But anyway, today we're going to put your knowledge of both songs to the test, or at least your ability to decipher a very simple holiday rhyme scheme. We're going to put you head to head on both songs. We'll play a clip, which will cut out. You will then have to tell us what the missing lyrics are. You provide the missing line. We're going to go back and forth on this. Sean Carter because you won the last round, you will be doing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Jessica Seeley, you will be doing All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. So we're going to play it. We'll stop. You tell us what the next line is. Sean Carter, you first. At the Christmas party hop Mistletoe home where you can see 
everybody at the party stops. Oh, you're so close. You're so close, but I can't give it to you. Every couple tries to stop. Uh, Every couple tries to stop under the mistletoe. They're not trying to stop the mistletoe. They're trying to stop themselves <laughs> under the mistletoe. Just to explain, Brenda Lee's uh, poetic device there. Okay, Jessica Seely, your first clip of All I Want for Christmas is this. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. It was as though I was listening to the original. <laughs> I got that absolutely right. Maybe a little bit better. I think actually a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, yes. Point to you, Sean. All right. Back to Brenda. And we'll do some caroling. And we'll do some caroling. That's right. Well done. I don't know if that rhymes with what came before, but whatever. That's fine. And we'll do some caroling. Point to you. Jessica, back to Mariah. Underneath the Christmas tree, I just want you for my own. More than I could ever hope. Shit. No, no. More than I could ever know. More than you could ever know. Oh God! I like I like I like in this version, Mariah lacks all self knowledge. <laughs> she's just, she's like in a fugue state. She's it's something we can all relate to around the holiday season. More than you could ever know. Uh, Sean Carter, back to you. When you hear deck the halls with boughs of holly. That's correct. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Uh, Jessica Seely. I'm just going to keep on waiting. Um, under the mistletoe. Yeah, close enough. Underneath the mistletoe. Underneath the mistletoe. Yes. She's yeah. going to keep on waiting. Mistletoe is like, I, I I really have been let down in adulthood as to like how much mistletoe there really is and how significant it is and how much kissing is going to be done and all that kind of thing. You don't really see it. I've uh, never seen mistletoe, actually, I feel. In the and wild. I've never yeah. kissed anybody. Wow. Ever. I'm waiting till I see mistletoe. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's traditional. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's a weird thing. I think maybe I tried it at like, I don't know, like in high school or something, there was mistletoe or I don't know, you never see it. Uh Sean Carter, back to you. <laughs> in the new old fashioned way. In the new old-fashioned way. And that's certainly true. It's become a tradition at the time. Rocking around the Christmas tree was shocking. The censors hated it. <laughs> Rock and roll to the devil's music. Uh, but now, yeah, it's uh, it's simply a part of a tradition. Jessica, finally, Mariah. Underneath the 
Holding me so tight. Close enough. Yes, holding on to me so tight. Yes. Did I, did I, you again, gave it to me. do interpretive dance? Yes. Well, it, listen, it's the holiday season. It's the s- season of giving. At the end of that round, Sean remains in the lead with seven. Jessica, close behind with four. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more Troubled Waters. Last week, The Greatest Generation, the comedy podcast about old Star Trek TV shows like Star Trek The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, just had its 500th episode. And Greatest Trek, the podcast about the new Star Trek shows like Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, and Discovery, just had its 250th episode. So whether you have a task that's roughly 750 hours long, or you want to learn about some of the production techniques that go into making one of the greatest franchises in television history, you should give us a try either way. The Greatest Generation and Greatest Trek, the best-reviewed, most-listened-to Star Trek podcasts in the world. They're on Maximum Fun. Yellow, and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Sean Carter and Jessica Seeley are playing, and our next round is called Ho Ho Ho, or No No No. We have just been looking at some of the biggest Christmas hits there have ever been, but what about the Christmas songs that missed? Uh, it is tempting to try to get some of that Yuletide money. It's very easy for you know an artist to say like, "Hey, let me do let me do a Christmas album." So here's the deal. I'm going to tell you the names of some Christmas songs by well-known artists. You're going to have to tell me whether they really exist or whether we made them up. If they are real, say ho, ho, ho. If they are fake, say no, no, no. Okay. Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, buzz in if you think you know the answer. And we can only accept one answer because there are only two possible answers. So, like, if so you guess and you get it wrong, the, your opponent can then, like, ring in and try and guess it right. That wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be fair. And it's important to be fair at the holiday time. Okay, first, a Christmas duel recorded by Cyndi Lauper and Swedish rock band The Hives. It includes the lyric, I bought no tree this year and went down on your sister. Ho, 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 or no, no, no. Four X. Are we still buzzing Mm -hmm. in with those words? Yeah, buzz in, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say no, no, no. That cannot be real. Well, guess what? It can. It is. Wow. It is. And you're going to listen to it now. Well, I guess we're not going to play the went down on your sister part, but trust us, it's there. <laughs> or go to the streaming service of your choice. Cindy Lauper and the Hives. Okay. Next. Christmas time. Oh, yeah by the Bare Naked Ladies. It includes the lyric, they're opening their presents big and small. Mr. Johnson got a big brown bowling ball. Dip, dip. Yes, Jessica? No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Uh. Let's hear it. Mr. Johnson got a big brown bowling ball. Sally got a pair of brand new skates. Bare Naked Ladies doing what they do. Christmas time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what? I saw them live at the Greek and I, it was so much fun. I couldn't believe it. I was so ready to like, cause Toad the Wet Sprocket was opening and I was like, I'm going to love that. But then Bare Naked Ladies, I'm probably going to leave. Nope. Loved it. Loved every minute. Uh, number three, Luda Christmas 
by Ludacris. Includes the lyric, all I want for Christmas is two gold front teeth. 4X. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I think that is, uh, ho, ho, ho. That's a yes. That happened. It, it is a yes. Let's hear it. Yeah. I tell them all I want for Christmas is two gold front teeth and 10 carat diamonds on a fat gold wreath that I can wear around my neck. Get money and respect. Tell Santa Claus to bring a $10 million check so I can spread a little cheer. Fly a couple leaves. That's American Treasure Ludacris with Ludacrismas. All right, number four, My Monster Saved Christmas by Bobby Boris Pickett, who sang Monster Mash. It includes the lyric, I swapped a light bulb for his nose, hooked him up to the sleigh, off he goes. Dip, dip. Yep. No, no, no. One of them no, has no, to be no. No, 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 you're correct. Correct. Okay. No, Phew. no, no. I needed a point. Yeah. Uh, next, Space Christmas by David Bowie includes the lyrics, Star of David, Star So Funky. 4X. Yes? I'm going to say ho, ho, ho. I think that's real. No, no, no. Ah. It is not. It is not. It is not. Okay. Christmas in Jail, Ain't That a Pain by Leroy Carr includes the lyrics, Santa, 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 come here to me in jail. Bring me a Christmas present, someone to pay my bail. Dip, dip. Mm-hmm. Let's say ho, ho, ho. Let's say ho, 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 because it is a real song. And let's hear, hear, hear it. I got to spend my Christmas Locked up in jail again Jail on Christmas Day again Ain't that a pain Oh, baby, baby, baby Oh, in jail on Christmas Eve, ain't that a pain? Uh, all right, It Must Be Santa by Bob Dylan includes the lyrics, ho, 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 cherry nose, cap on head, suit that's red. Dip, dip. Mm-hmm. I feel I've heard this. I feel this is a ho, ho, ho. This is a ho, 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 and you will hear it. Who's got a big red cherry nose? Santa's got a big red cherry nose. Who laughs this way, ho, ho, ho. Santa laughs this way, ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 cherry nose. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, throw it out. Must be Santa. Put it on the street. Christ that (laughs) that was traumatic for me Uh, okay Christmas in France by the Flaming Lips includes the lyrics hang some croissant on the Christmas tree Uh, Forex Um, I'm going to say ho 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 I I just want this to be real well that's twisted and it's not real Ah. that is twisted like a croissant to want such a thing to be real uh, no, that is totally fake. Next one. Come on, let's boogie to the elf dance by Sufjan Stevens. Includes the lyric, Kmart is closed, so is the bakery. Everyone is home watching TV. Dip, dip. My first yep. dance, my first guess is no, no, no. That was my first instinct. Okay. I thought there would be more to that. But then I realized it's a ho, ho, ho. You, guess what? <laughs> Go with your second instinct all the time, Jessica. That is a ho, ho, ho. Let's hear it. Santa is here. Sleigh bells are ringing. 21 hours. They are all singing. Kmart is closed. So is the bakery. Everyone's home. That's delightful. That's just delightful. Sufjan Stevens. Come on, let's boogie to the elf dance. At the end of that round, would you believe this? We have got a tie. Eight points apiece for Sean and Jessica. 
We're going to take a little break, and we're going to prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally for the final round, which will be here after this break. Cameron Esposito here, comedian and host of Query. Every week I get to interview someone amazing from the LGBTQIA plus community. Some queeros. I chat with them about their lives, loves, careers, and more. I've talked to, you know, giant celebs, Trixie Mattel, Lena Waithe, Tegan, and Sarah Quinn, but also astronauts, reverends, nurses. It's funny, it gets deep, and hopefully it makes you feel like you're part of something. Join me every Monday on Maximum Fun to listen to Query with Cameron Esposito. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Sean Carter and Jessica Seeley. It is now time for our favorite returning holiday game you really shouldn't have. This is the game where we celebrate the best performance of every year. The one acted out by every grandchild, niece, nephew, sibling, nibbling, adult child who has been given an awkwardly bad gift by a well-meaning but clueless relative whose feelings you cannot hurt. It just wouldn't be right. So for this game, I'm going to name a gift that you have just unwrapped. And I need you to act like you could not be more excited. I want you to tell me how much it means to you, how excited you are to have it. I want you to do everything that you can possibly do to forgive, to convince me. I almost said forgive me. Wow, that was Freudian. To convince me that it is the best gift you have ever been given. Jessica, we will start with you. Okay, Jessica, you um, are unwrapping a gift card for a chain restaurant that doesn't have any locations in the state where you live. Your top source now. Unwrap it, unwrap it. Okay, unwrap here it. I go. Okay, unwrap okay, it. wait, wait. I'm getting the tape yeah. off. I like to keep the wrapping paper unwrap neat. Oh, I'm so excited for you to have this. I'm so excited for you to have this. I'll tell you why I went to see it. Oh, my God. You remembered. Yeah. Oh, I love this place. Tell everyone what it is. Tell everyone what it is. The Rainforest Cafe? The Rainforest Cafe. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. The tiger. (laughs) Remember the tigers? Oh, I love the tigers. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, the magic and the food. And honestly, the gift shop. I can't. Mm. This is the most thoughtful gift. Thank you so mm. much. I. It's a twenty-five dollar gift card, so you can bring a friend. You can each have an appetizer. What's your favorite appetizer at the Rainforest Cafe? You tell me yours. I'll tell you mine. Um, the Bengal uh, tofu plate. <laughs> the is Bengal my tofu favorite. plate. Ooh, <laughs> I've never had that. Tell me about that. It's sort of a secret off-menu item. Like, I just know this place so well, and that just shows how much you know me, that I, like, know the secret menu. Oh, Jessica, I knew that you would. My favorite is the mayonnaise lettuce wraps. It's a big scoop of mayonnaise, and they put it in a lettuce wrap, and you you can do it like a taco, and you don't even have to dip it in anything because the mayonnaise is already right in the middle, and they hand it to you on a plate of bamboo. Can I be honest with you? Yes. Almost everything I eat, I just want it to be an excuse to eat mayonnaise. And that's I what I love about so the Rainforest too. Cafe is they acknowledge I so. that. I think so. They don't too. even pretend. 
Oh, when are you going to go and who are you going to bring? <sighs> I'm going to go as soon as possible. Mm. Um, I'm just going to book a flight to the nearest rainforest cafe that is still around <laughs> and make a trip out of it. And I'm going to bring a Tinder date. And mm. I just like, I'm going to like feel, I'm not going to tell uh, my partner, obviously, but I'm just going to like, just like use it as an excuse to just like have one like last new romance in an exotic place. Mm, I love it. It's devious and delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Jessica, you convinced me. That was a that was a five point gift opening. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Uh, okay. Sean. It is I'm back ready. to you. You are unwrapping a candle in a very fragile glass container and you flew home and you didn't check a bag. <laughs> and open it. Well, open it. Oh, Sean. wow. What do you think you like? This is terrific. <laughs> me and me and Sarah are going to enjoy this so much. Mm. We have just the right shelf to put it up on where the mm. dog and our daughter both cannot get to it. We show everybody. We love it. Look sure. at it. Look at it. Look at this. What's the flavor? It smells like oatmeal. <gasps> See, that's right. That's right. Who doesn't like a big hot bowl of oatmeal first thing in the morning? Yeah. I say you get up early. You get up early. You light it. Sarah will wake up and she'll come down and she'll say, did you make oatmeal? And you'll say, no, it's a candle. <laughs> and she'll be a little disappointed, but that's okay. She, she made her own oatmeal. And so can you. That's right. I mean, if we had gotten egg egg scented, uh, you know, candle would have been nearly as good. So oatmeal was the perfect thing. Thank you so much. I know that you know how much I love oatmeal. And what I really like about it is that it's an attractive candle. Oh it's, yeah, it's very it's 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 encased in a very thin glass. Yeah, I do. I love that about it. I know that you you know how much I love things that are very fragile. You know that remind me of myself. And that could be broken at any moment. That's the point. That's the point. So what you're going to want to do, though, is uh, is probably put it in a maybe even a separate piece of luggage and surround it by uh, styrofoam peanuts. Yeah, I think I might have to buy a whole piece of luggage just to put this into for the flight home. You know, it seems like the type of gift that you really just got to protect. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome, Sean. Thank you. So uh, much. All right. That was very good. That was very good. That was that was a four point opening of gifts. We're going to do another round. And by the way, I should remind you that these are actual things that actual Troubled Waters listeners have been given by relatives and have had to do this entire, this actual like song and dance in real life. Oh my God. Ouch. Okay. okay. Jessica, back to you. Your gift is a Xeroxed autograph of Christopher Castile from the sitcom Step by Step. Uh, it was given, and by the way, you've never seen the show, which you may not have to act uh, that out. Okay, uh, your time starts now. Open up that envelope, open up that envelope. Oh my God, Jessica, oh my God, OMG. Oh, is this real? Oh yeah, it's real. This I is I mean, really... it's Xerox, it's not the real one, but it's it's real. But like he, this is his signature. Oh yeah. How Tell did you who. get this? Tell him who. Tell everybody who. St- Stephen Castillo. Chris, well, Christopher Castillo. I mean, he's got messy handwriting. It's Christopher Castillo. 
<laughs> you remember him. I... From your favorite show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which I yes. want you to name your favorite show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just too emotional because when sure. I was little and I would watch this show, it was like... My dad wasn't around, and I would always go to, and then he was in this role, and I just felt like it was a father role to me in a way, you know? And I kind of thought he was my dad. So this mm. show, I just can't even say the name of it because oh, but try, it makes try. me cry. It's healing to try. <laughs> I just, I, I just thank you so much for this. Uh, you're welcome. But you must have listen, gone through so much to get this. Uh, well, here's the thing, and this is true. I wanted it in a golf tournament, and I thought you'd <laughs> like it, so I Xeroxed it for you and gave it to you in an envelope. But, you know, just once again, just once again, because I feel like it would be healing for you, what's the name of the show and the network that it aired on? And the name of this actor again. <laughs> and the name of the character that he played. <laughs> And where that character fit into the show that you will name. Christopher Castillo. Christopher Castillo. In the show that aired on NBC. And and when I say NBC, I always say that. But what I mean, actually, is ABC. That's that's right. I get them confused all the time. So sorry. But yeah, ABC. It it, it, It was called Me and You. Call me and you and a bunch of step children because it was step by step as you, of course, step remember. Step by step. But yep. to me, I called it me and you because to me, it was like the show was about me and my dad, Christopher. Yeah, Castillo. of course. Of course. Now, famously, Chris, uh, Patrick Duffy of Dallas played the dad on Step by Step. Christopher Castile was one of the kids. Probably his name was Cody or so. I don't know. I never. But. Uh, it just if you could really quickly just tell us a, a, a lesson in life that you learned from ABC's Step by Step featuring Christopher Castile, whose picture you're holding your hands at this moment. You know, sometimes children are thrust into father roles. That's so true. And that's something we don't talk about very often. And we see, like, if we, like, don't, you know, in these mixed families, right? We, like, there's divorce, there's marriage, there's stepchildren, it like we take we step up to the to the roles that we're whatever is needed we fill mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. um so step by step we take care of each other we, and we that's why this step is step. like one of like the most meaningful gifts i've ever gotten so thoughtful thank you i knew it i knew it i knew it you're welcome jessica that was a seven point opening of a wonderful gift I have no idea who Christopher Castile played in that show. I know it was Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Somers and a mess of kids. Uh, okay, finally, Sean, this one's for you. Again, a real gift given to one of our listeners by a family member. <laughs> You're opening a cellulite reduction kit. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my Sean, goodness. Sean, what do you think? Okay. All right. I needed this, you know? I see. I think so, too. Yeah. Every time <laughs> that I go to the beach and I put on my Speedo, I think, <laughs> if only I was not so lumpy. It's a and lumpy, so, bumpy kind of 
kind of uh, fat, subcutaneous fat. Yeah. <laughs> so unsightly. You know, some people say that you should get gifts uh, that are things that you do not need, things that you would just simply enjoy. But I, I prefer a gift that I need. And I needed this. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Hold it up. Let's all get a picture of you with your cellulite reduction kit. You guys want to see me put it on? Absolutely. And I want you to tell us how it works as you're doing it. What's the procedure? Oh, it's just like, it's very, it's very lubricating, actually. As I'm putting it on, I feel like I'm just going to slide right off of this sofa. And maybe Mm, that's because the plastic's still on it. Mm, the leather sofa with the plastic still on it. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Right yeah, I'm getting slippery your, over here. But it, now, is there a light burning? It it burns a little. I think that's just that just means that it's working. But you know, I I love that it has five stars. I've been looking this up on Google Consumer Reports. I've been searching for this for a while, so I'm so glad that it showed up today. Mm-hmm. There's a small booklet full of warnings about it and. Uh, the, the way that it interacts with other medications, I did I can't find that booklet. So good luck with the cellulite reduction kit. And <laughs> let us know how it goes. Send us before and after pictures. Oh, for sure. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my God, you committed. That was an eight point. That was an eight pointer right there. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, elves and uh, witches, I don't know. Uh, we have a tie. It's a Christmas tie! 20 points apiece! That is a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Santa Claus brung us what we really wanted. Congratulations to you both. And may you walk into this holiday season with confidence and joy. Uh, It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, tell us about something someone else made that you want the whole wide world to know about. Jessica, we'll start with you. Um, so yeah, you know, I got this album out. It's called Weird mm-hmm. Vibes. You can listen to it wherever. And uh, uh, what I'm working on, you know, I'm just working on some new jokes. I'm writing some things. I guess in the new year, I'll be in San Francisco for the first week of the year. You guess. Uh, at Co- Cobbs with Jordan Klepper or something. Something someone else made that I want the whole yeah. wide world to know about. Um, just off the top of my head... Um, I, I just went to a film screening of a bunch of short films by uh, this guy, Jimmy Marble, and they were just so fun. And uh, okay. you can like look them up online. They're just really colorful. And I think that you'll get a kick from uh, the kind of dark sense of humor, but like brilliant and bright and fun to watch. So <laughs> cool. I like all those things. Sean, how about you? Um, so I have an album that is out currently called Boston and Bristol. It's about me moving from Boston, Massachusetts, where I lived most of my life to Bristol, Tennessee, which is entirely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, uh, I have a comedy club in Bristol, Tennessee. So that's what I would like to plug for if you ever, that's just ongoing. So if you're in Bristol, Tennessee or nearby, come by and see a great show. What yeah. kills in Bristol? Um, man, it is sometimes, sometimes some dirty stuff really works because it's just like, they don't see it a lot. Um, I think there's more of a, a, an appetite for clean comedy, but then like when somebody gets up and and is just like real dirty, sometimes that just like kills it. Okay. Bring your blue material to a red (laughs) set and get yourself to Bristol. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. And something someone else made that you want us to know about. Um, so my friend Matt Bedell uh, made a uh, children's book. So it's called like the not so very bad day. It's all about anxiety. So the uh, and it's it's kind of like there's not a lot of children's books that deal with sort of anxiety and that sort of thing. So it's nice that he put that out there. Um, yeah. 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 Kids need that, especially this time of year. Lord have mercy. Thank you for that, Sean. Uh, I am Dave Holmes. I host a show called Troubled Waters. Uh, and I would like for you all, it'll be open in about a week's time on December 22nd. Uh, the movie All of Us Strangers. Uh, Andrew Scott uh, was just uh, nominated for Best Actor at the Golden Globes for it. It is one of the best movies I have ever seen in my life. I uh, uh, just know that you will be uh, battered around in your emotional core for a good uh, couple hours, and you will absolutely love it. It was my favorite movie of the year, favorite movie in many, many years, and I don't know that I can put myself through it again. Uh for a very long time. All of us strangers in theaters on December 22nd. All right, Sean Carter, Jessica Seeley, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. Happy, happy, happy holidays, and we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. You have been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Sean Carter make a noise. Hello. Uh, Jessica Seeley. Hey, hey. Hey. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas. Ho, ho, ho. Ah, holidays. And Laura Swisher. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy everything. And we'll see you soon. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.